Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Buker and Friends podcast, co-starring 10-year NFL veteran and Super Bowl champion, Will Blackman. Bending from the end zone, he throws, and it's a fight away, it is picked off by Will Blackman, the former Giant. Tim Dwight watches it hit, bounces, picks it up at the 10, slips a defender, fumbles the football, it's up for grabs, it's covered in the end zone by Will Blackman for a Green Bay touchdown! And now, here is your host. Let's send it over to Rick Buecher. Rick Buecher. Welcome to another episode of Buecher and Blackman, subsidiary Buecher and Friends, part of the United Recast Network. I am Rick Buecher. You can see me on FS1. You can read me on Bleacher Report, and you can follow me on Twitter, at Rick Buecher. He is NFL Super Bowl champ, Will Blackman. If you didn't know that, check out the lid that he's wearing right now. It says, Super Bowl champion, New York Giants. <laughs> and you can find him on Twitter, at Will Blackman, and that's a place where you can send him questions, and he will send you answers. And you can also be uh, snarky with him, and he will have fun with you as well. So, Yeah, I got some snarky people. I love when they go, oh my, please, you, you were nobody. <laughs> like... So how do you know me? If if I'm nobody, <laughs> you played for so and so. You played for so and so. You're nobody. You play for this team. Yeah. You're nobody. They like read me my entire Wikipedia page. You're mm. nobody. Mm. I'm like, all right, dude. Yeah. I'll get back to you. Can I read your Wikipedia page? Oh, <laughs> a Wikipedia page. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I'll leave it alone. There's no. You can't win that battle. You can't win that battle. Win it. I just don't. Def- I don't defend myself. I just have fun. Yes, that's the way to approach it. Okay, so the Warriors win, but they lose. They win one hundred six, one hundred five. They extend the series to a six game, but they lose Kevin Durant a couple minutes into the second quarter. We've talked at length about him playing, not playing, and he walked out with a boot on his right leg. The injury clearly happened to the same area that uh, that had kept him out for the first four games of this series. So I'm just going to, Will, when you see a guy go down the way he went down, what's, what's your first thought? What's your first reaction? Well, it was, it was interesting all of pregame because, you know, he came out of the, came into the, the arena you know, bobbing his head, listening to his music, and then 
uh, before they came out as a team in the hallway. He was doing his, you know, ritual dance that he does. And even pregame warm-ups, you know, doing behind-the-back shots. And then he had this one huge dunk that he did in pregame, mm-hmm. just maybe letting everybody know, hey, I'm good, I'm good. Mm-hmm. You know, and sure enough, he did come down looking good, you know. But once I once I saw him go down and he threw the basketball away, yeah, like just let it go. That's how I knew it was something serious. Yep. And, it, and it was tough. You know, he, he went out there, you know, he missed all these games because he probably definitely should not have been out there. You know, that's why he has not been playing. Sure. And I think he just felt in his heart. He was like, man, I got to go out there and do something because I just feel like my team definitely needs me. So as a pro athlete, and I don't know if you've ever been in this situation, football, I feel, is almost a little bit different in that they put, you're always pushing to play. You're always playing injured or compromised. And very rarely, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but very rarely is the team going to step in and go, you know what, you can't, you can't play. Like you're risking something that's not worth risking. I don't know that anybody in football has ever said that to well, who's you. Gonna tell, who's going to tell the former MVP, the former two-time NBA Finals MVP that, you know? Who's going to tell a competitor like him that? You can say what you want. And he's and he's like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm not going to go out there. He's like, nah, like, he's like, I'm, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go figure this out. The team ultimately, though, has does have the ability, right, to shut a guy down? Not, not someone like that. What do you mean? They can – the doctors, the coaches, everybody knew that he shouldn't have been playing. But sometimes players, they just are like, I'm going to go do this. And I'm sure they try to do everything in their power, whatever it was, prehab, rehab, medicine, you name it. I'm sure they did whatever they had to do. But here's the thing. I'm just going to go. As a competitor, I have no doubt that KD wants to play. I have no doubt that every guy worth his salt wants to play. And much like Clay Thompson, I think if you ask Clay Thompson, did he want to play in game three? Yes, he wanted to play in game three. And Steve said, you're not playing in game three. So Clay, Clay was active. He got the uniform on. He was strapped up. He was ready to go. But he wasn't going to play. And they, then they, they cleared him to play in game four. I, I, the team has the wherewithal to say, we don't think you're making the smartest decision for yourself, and we're going to make it for you. And that's where... There was a risk, and I and, and I and I wouldn't say any of this. I wouldn't feel as strongly about this if it weren't for the fact that I had t- and you and I have talked about this. I've told you the people that I've talked to and what they were telling me that they just felt that he had no business playing, that the risk was too great, and so I just I have to think that someone didn't. The the Warriors ultimately had the ability to say. We don't think you're making a smart decision. And the Warriors have been this way with everybody. Andre Iguodala has said, I, I really shouldn't be playing. DeMarcus Cousins coming back and playing 28 minutes his second game. Like, they've been pushing the envelope. Even Clay. I mean, Clay played a measured game in game four. They showed a certain amount of prudence not playing him in game three. And I, I don't, I don't want to It's the cast... finals, though, Rick. It's the finals. I this isn't that. just. This isn't like, like everything matters now. Everything counts. I t- you're getting paid for this. I totally get that. I totally yeah. get that. But if we're so talking... That's why, that's why it's a matter of, can you go? Everybody asks. Can, that's the one question. Can you go? Yes. But what's... 
don't you have to weigh the repercussion you have to re- you have to weigh the consequence which is if what it's, if it's just pain tolerance it is that you are going to do something severe where i mean potentially if this is an achilles tear he misses a year like okay. this turns everything yeah, upside be, down he'll miss a year sacrificing a year he'll sacrifice a year and he'll come back and worth, be just fine is worth this situation Today's today's athlete is if they have a year off of basketball, he's going to do so much. Hmm. He's going to take care of all his endeavors and businesses outside of basketball. And then he'll go somewhere next year or whatever. He might even still get a max deal next year because somebody will want his rights or whatever it is. Yeah, it's 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 the it's the finals, though. Like this is legacy type stuff. You can't just sit there and, oh, I'm just going to chill because it's the finals. It's not chilling. It's not chilling. No, it's, to not to not play because you don't feel because you don't feel 100%. I don't but this care. This is Maybe beyond he 100%. Was, he played 12. He played into the second quarter. He made a he didn't make an extravagant move. He pivoted once That's an extravagant twice. move. Not for him. Yes, it is. Do, Anybody. When you I've seen him do that countless times. Yes, and if you know sports science, when you plan, change directions, you're putting so much force into the ground to do that. Understood. Which so is, if you can't a, do was that. A, it was a certain move. It was a, a whatever you call it. Extraordinary move? Of, extraordinary move. It, but a standard move for his game. You're putting him out there and you're going to expect him that he's not going to do that? No, they're not expecting him to not do that. Okay. And if he does that, it now... They had their fingers crossed hoping he'd be okay. Boy, I got to tell you, going out there, fingers crossed, I need a little bit more than that. If I'm fingers crossed, I hope something bad doesn't happen. Like, I, I, I would at least want the odds in my favor. I would at least weigh worst case scenario. What's worst case scenario? You're out a year. You've torn your Achilles. Is it worth playing in this one game? Now, if everybody signs off and says yes, worth it. I okay, all right. It just seems like, and again, if it had been like he leaps and he comes down or he gets tripped, something extraordinary happens and he re-injures it, or he re-injures it in the fourth quarter. But in the second quarter, like early in the second quarter, he pivots to make a move. And then a reverse pivot, and it goes, and he's done. Boy, it just seems like, was he really ready to go? Was he really ready to go? I have my questions, and I I feel as if the Warriors had the wherewithal. I think that's why Bob Myers, if you, anybody saw the, the, the post-game press conference, I think that's why he's so torn up. Because ultimately, right. they had the wherewithal to say, KD, they put him out play. there. They put him out there. Yes, they did. Yeah. They did. And now everybody's paying a price. All right, so what do you make of the fact that they... Because everybody was like, oh, KD's back. And... He was back. He was dropping balls. He was, <laughs> he, he was shooting. I still felt as if him being back was going to make them better offensively. I didn't think it was going to make them better defensively. I still expected the Raptors to win. Game it made five. them be- it made them better just energy. Yes, yes, yes. That's it. Even so, if you play 2 minutes, it is just it is just energy just him being there. Okay, so and why- you saw the and you saw the effect of when he um went to the, went to the locker room and Iggy and Steph, you know, escorted him. Okay, but in that case, 
if it's energy, if he's giving you a boost, an emotional boost by being out there, you play him 12 out of the first 14 minutes? You play him, period. You don't even try to monitor. You just play him. Oh, dude. You just play him. That's what they did. They played him. Yeah, and, then, and, now, they, and now he's out, and he may be okay, out here. Because he got, yeah, that's, it, is, it is what it is, bro. The sports. They made a decision. They did. They did. They made a bad one. I mean, can we at least agree on that? It was a bad decision. It to wasn't. Play no, him was I, a I'm not going to call it. A, I'm not going to call it a bad decision because it got hurt. It, you know, it it just happened. Again, I I suppose I am colored by the fact that I had so many people t- telling me all along the way he shouldn't play, he shouldn't play. So now he plays and he gets hurt. I'm thinking, Jesus, they they knew something. Like they were right. He shouldn't have played. And the Warriors make grand comeback. You know, they win this. They come back. They win against six. Their their championship experience. Their heart. Everything carries them through. They win game seven. They they have a three peat. They have a three peat. Katie obviously isn't, isn't going to play anymore in this series. And so, him sacrificing the year for another championship was it worth it? You know what? If they end up with this miraculous turnaround. I'd say, yeah, it was worth it. It was worth it. He kick-started something that they didn't have. If he doesn't play, I think Toronto is crowning, they're, they're being crowned champions right now. Now the door is still open. But if they don't, if they end up losing in game six, or lose game seven, then I'm going to look at it and go, I don't know if that was worth it. There you go. I got nothing to say. You're disgusted? Are you disgusted with that viewpoint? Does that bother you that I have that viewpoint? You have your viewpoint. I'm just saying, man. Guys make decisions and you just and you just live with it, you know? He felt good. He felt ready. He showed them apparently enough. Maybe there were arguments. Maybe there weren't. Yeah. Maybe he said, screw it. I'm going out there anyway. I don't care what y'all say because yeah. I want to be there. Yeah. Maybe those things happened and, and they went out there. But game six is happening <laughs> at the end of the day. So, what do you expect? What do you, what do you expect here here on out? I, I don't know. It depends on it depends on the health and the condition of the Warriors. Well, it does. It depends on that, you know. And I just feel like it definitely took a lot of steam out of Toronto. Not just the team, but the entire the entire city. What, losing game five? Or? Losing this game. Yeah, losing this game and how they lost this game. Yeah. This is still out. the same team that walked into Oracle and won two games. And it won still, them decisively. It, it is still the same team. No, yeah, same team in terms of like people. But this did. This was a major deal, especially when Kawhi got hot. He was cooking and then Nick yeah. Nurse called that timeout, which threw me off. Yeah. Right now, Kawhi is hot, and the Warriors are bending over, exhausted. Mm. And Kawhi is like, "Get out of the way, dude! I got Iggy. Okay, yeah. gone. Yeah. I got Clay. No problem. He's just stronger than everybody." And then there was a timeout. I listened to part of it. My wife was having an event at the house, so I ended up listening to. Uh, I had to go get my my daughter, and I listened to the end on in the car on the radio. So I couldn't see the visual that you're giving when it came down to the last couple of minutes. I have to go back and, and, and take a look at that. I just felt that you had on one hand, you had the Warriors who have been in this place before, who knew what they wanted to run, what their options were. 
knew that they had more than one option to go to. Is it going to be Clay? Is it going to be Steph? One of those two. And we like, we, we like getting either one of them a look. On the other hand, you had Kawhi Leonard, the only guy who had any experience in closing out an NBA Finals. And they were riding him. And he was getting it done, but you could, or at least I sensed, that the Warriors were tightening the vice grip, slowly but surely, until you get to the end where you're counting on Kyle Lowry to hit a corner shot to bring you home. Well, what's interesting about that shot, I literally thought it was a horrible, horrible shot. But come to find out, it got deflected. Ah, yeah. Hit the side of the backboard. Hit behind the backboard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. No, so but you, it was, are, a, great, it was you... a great play. So Kawhi came down and then he ended up getting, I mean, he got a true hardcore double team where he had to kick it. Yeah. And then I'm getting swung to Kyle in the corner. And Kyle was knocking down. He he took some bold shots. That, like he came down. It was. Yeah. But he was by himself and he was like, I'm just yeah. going to pull it. Yeah. And there were some good shots. It was. Yeah. A little aggressive. Like I know he was lo- he was looking for the dagger and he's been able to deliver the dagger. Sometimes you got to find that that perfect balance. And I'm not I'm, I'm not, I don't say this with any criticism because it's really difficult to find that work the clock get a good shot, get a shot that you know you can make. Like that, weighing all of that under the pressure of trying to close out a game, huge, huge challenge. It just, there was a couple times where it felt like it was a little fast. Like there was... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay. Uh, it, 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 was a look, it was a little hero ball. You know, I want to be the guy that gets the sh- Oh, I got a good look. I'm going to take it. Instead of, he had it, but he had to take it though. It was down to the last second. Okay, like I said, I couldn't see the shot. I couldn't see the shot clock on some of those. So you have a better sense of it than I do. So are you expecting that the Warriors are going to come back and win this? I would hope so. I kind of, wa- I just want to see that. I love sports stories. I just want to see that happen. What if it's a, they push it to Game Seven, but the Raptors finally outlast them? Isn't that a good story too? It's an interesting story. It's not as good a story. It's not as good a story. Do you want the three-peat? I want the three-peat three with a depleted team. Yeah. They are certainly showing you, and they have it, throughout this. Can a coach win MVP? Because if so, Steve Kerr would win MVP if they won. You know, what, you know what's so funny is you're saying that now, and there were people that have been killing Steve Kerr. Doesn't make any changes, doesn't make any, any adjustments. I thought it said a lot that he sat boogie the way that he did. Early on, or clearly took him out of the rotation, and then because the and I don't know whether he planned on playing him or whether with KD going out it was now okay. I gotta go, I gotta go to him. I gotta utilize him. I'd be really curious to know if KD hadn't got hurt, how they would have used Demarcus. But I will say this: Demarcus came back with a different temperament. He did. He, he said, was, "I gotta do something." It was like, wow. They don't need me. Like it was, it was a humbling 
moment. Was, this is a close. This is he was playing for his free agents. Yes, I mean he was he was he was playing for his respect. Yeah, playing. like I'm I'm out here just a dude right now. Yes, exactly. I'm not. Yeah, I'm 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 not even out here. I'm just a dude. I'm a dude sitting on the bench. Yeah, and you know, and and delivered. Obviously, made made a couple of mistakes. What could have been crucial errors down the stretch. But again, this is where when we anoint, and I'm guilty of the same of it. You know, I've talked about Demarcus arguably being being the best center in the league. I've said that at various points over the last couple of years, even though we had never seen him in the playoffs. And the playoffs is where you really find out about somebody. Regular season stats, especially if you're the star on the team, you're going to get good numbers. You're going to make you're going to make highlight plays. You're going to you get that opportunity. Can you make the plays that matter the most with everything on the line? That's the question. And we were anointing DeMarcus well before he was ever put in that position. Yeah, I think, well, I think when he came to the Warriors, he kind of was like, you know what? One, let me get myself healthy. Two, I don't have to be the man here. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, I think because of that mindset, he probably scaled back and relaxed a little bit to not mess up the chemistry mm-hmm. that they already had. Yeah. And then maybe there was a maybe there was a conversation saying, "Hey, you know, you gotta, hey, bro, you no, gotta there, play big." There was, there was. Andre Godala said they they had to put a lot of energy into telling Demarcus, "Dude, you know, in these situations, you gotta be you, do you. In these other situations, you might want to pull back a little bit." It's like, how do we get the best out of him? How do we show him where and when he should be aggressive and he should be the old boogie? And where and when does he need to say, hey, you know what? I'm playing with a handful of other all-stars out here. I don't need to try to do it myself. And that that was a process through the year. But without question, there was a time where DeMarcus, and I, you, I think you could see it at times, where he was just hesitant. He wasn't sure. He wanted to do the right thing. He wasn't sure what the right thing was. And... I still feel as if he's still figuring it out. I don't know that he's really, largely because of, of the injuries, I mean, he had, really hasn't had a chance to play that much with them, considering how much they've all played together. But I give him credit for the fact that he was trying. He was trying to fit in. And not every star pay, player is willing to do that. Allen Iverson wasn't willing to do that. Right. That's why he left a lot sooner. Carmelo Anthony, not willing to do that. Got to give Demarcus Cousins credit. I'll tell yeah. you what was a big, a big changeup too is when uh, Steve Kerr would bring in Quinn Cook, fresh, mm. Mm. and he'd just be lightning speed all around the court when everyone else is exhausted. I think that has been a really huge changeup, and that has given him a lot of confidence. He was he was taking a couple. He has that one spot, that one top corner on the three point line. That's his spot right there. Yeah, hadn't been hitting from there. In the previous two games, right? They needed that. They, you add that, but again, this is where people don't give the requisite credit to what KD does. KD makes it easier for everybody. He makes it easier even for guys when he's not on the court. It changes the dynamic because there's so much work that has to be done to keep a lid on KD. That when a Quinn and Quinn Cook comes into the game. Chances are he's now going up against a defense that is is ready to take a breath because KD is off. And it's like, oh, you're going to take a breath? I can knock down this shot. (laughs) 
man, I'm just I'm watching I'm watching a replay once again. He's grabbing that Achilles. This is what I don't I don't quite get. And maybe you, with your understanding of physiology, having had to get a, an, a, an acute understanding of it because of all the injuries you dealt with, Bob Myers said, "No, it was a calf injury. That's what he was dealing with." But the indications are, especially for where he grabbed his ankle, that this is an Achilles injury. Now, I'm having a hard time. Uh, coalescing those two things. He had a calf injury, and now he has a, an Achilles injury. Am I to believe that this injury? It's official. Is com- he has an Achilles now. It's official. No, it's not official. It's all in all. Let's say all indications for the sake of this podcast. Let's just let's let's hypothetical. It is an Achilles. How can we say this Achilles is just a, that's a separate injury from the calf injury? I'm ha- I I haven't had a chance to check in with my my doctors and my orthopedic people that that uh, I use for advice on such things but I I feel like they're trying to <laughs> trying to put a put one over on us a little bit like don't try to separate these two he he what he injured in the game tonight was a direct product of the injury that he was dealing with can't you just can't tell me otherwise no well in in the calf like right, right below. I think I can't remember. This like right in the belly. There's a. It's called the gastroc, mm-hmm. and that. I knew is, you knew this. I, I knew you'd know this. Yeah. Yes, I've been hurt enough. Yeah. <laughs> is the gastroc, and that is um, somewhere it can, is connected to the Achilles tendon. So if you kind of if you do like injure that or tear that, then you end up compensating. So maybe you end up putting more on your Achilles. And then you get a domino effect. When we start to talk about this again, only are rubbing your face. It gets me all the way. It goes. It takes me all the way back. The risk that was being—it's the finals. I get it. it's the it's the guy's no, you career. Don't get it. You don't get it. This isn't the YMCA and no, I get the, it. The bay I that get you play it. At, I right? get it. No, I get it. But I think you have to be you, you have to be smart. He went out there, bro. He didn't have to go out there. You're right. He, did. he didn't. And he shouldn't have. Well, he, he made that decision. He made the decision to go out there. I hope he did. I'm sure he did. I hope he did. He's he's rich enough where he could make his own damn decision. He did not think, like you said, a simple move, which he was producing force, enough force for them big-ass feet yep. that he has to the, to do that. See, this is this is so. Dwayne Wade tweeted out: even with all the things uh, KD Trey Five has done, this is the most fanned out I've been. He knew he wasn't right, but he wanted to be there for his brothers. That's sports. That's love. I can appreciate that wanting to help your teammates in this instance to get them where they want to go. I truly do, and. Clay Thompson talked about it, how they're going to try to win the next two for KD because they appreciate that he went out there and tried to make this happen. I still go back to somebody needed to say, KD, the risk is not worth it. I feel you. You know, it's funny. It was a situation uh, with the Seahawks. I believe uh, it was with Cam Chancellor, and he... Somebody fell into him the week before the Super Bowl. 
2014 versus the Patriots. Someone fell onto his knee, mm-hmm. and he did something to his meniscus. And uh, I think I think you know the team was really pushing him to get out there. It was the Super Bowl. You know, we really really need you to get out there. And like, don't worry, we will take care of you. We will take care of you. Mm-hmm. And long story short, they end up losing the Super Bowl. And then that off season, um, you can fact check me, but I believe that's the same off season that he held out. Mm-hmm. I think trying you're right. to get a, trying to get a new deal. Yep, saying that they will take care of him. Yep. And he didn't. I mean, he didn't show up till I think like week three or four, something like that. You know. Mm-hmm. So that was a situation too, where it's like, man, you know, he went out there, he wasn't full, and he had to get surgery and fix his knee. And I don't know. But at the end of the day, though, Katie made a decision. He went out there. I don't care what anybody says. It is Katie's decision. He knows it's the finals. He's a competitor. He wants to be out there with his brothers, and that's the last thing he thought was that was going to happen like that. I guess it's I'm I'm it's just if you go if it's you so go, you sad just go. It, it's so disappointing it's so disheartening to me that I I get what you're I get where you're coming from and I I understand it and I understand the difficulty in not letting a guy go out there and try I under I completely understand that I I guess it's just on the flip side seeing it come down this way it just feels it feels so wrong. That it happened, you know what it is? It's this. What feels wrong is that it happened. It seemed to happen so innocently, so easily. That's the part that makes me think there was. It was never a good bet that he could do this and not have this happen. That is the heart of what is troubling me. The way it happened, I'm thinking, yeah, that was just. It was. It was bound to happen. Like there's no way that he could have expected anything else or we could have expected that anything else was going to happen or that the Warriors could have expected that anything else could happen that, that he was going to go out there and do this that something wasn't going to happen that's the part that hurts that's but the he, part it's, it's not that, it's that he, just, he knew the risk though he knew the risk he I'm sure he didn't feel good in general he just he just knew the risk and it was what it was man see I hope that's the case that I is do the hope case that's the case that's I hope that that playing. was I hope that 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 was made clear to him by the Warriors. Dude, no, if you he, go out and do be, this. It didn't need to be made clear. It was obvious. He has not been playing because his damn calf or Achilles did not feel right. He has not been playing for well, that case. Okay, but, and but he, here's, they're down 3-1. And like you said, they have the Raptors have been winning convincingly. And then he gets there to Toronto. He sees all. I'm sure he sees all the stuff, the party planning. Everything's getting ready. I'm sure he's watching TV. This is it. They're gonna celebrate. I'm sure probably maybe Drake's gonna drop an album tonight. He probably texts KD that he's gonna drop an album as soon as they win. All these things to get him right. He's like, dude, doc, like, yeah. let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. I'm making my decision. Let's go. So, and we'll wrap on this. I suppose this is the thing for me is that we're getting a game six. We could potentially get a game seven. It feels as if. I should be excited by the fact that this series now became even more intriguing, more compelling, more entertaining. And yet I can't get around KD goes down the way he did. That just puts such a damper on this whole thing. Does it not for you? I mean, do you look at it and say, hey, he's a warrior. He took his shot. It didn't work out. 
but they got to win. The series continues. It's a noble effort and just like keep it moving. It would have if they lost. But hmm. the fact that they, he went out there wounded, sacrificed his career, if you will. Hmm. You know, people think this is an issue. He's not, he's someone, I think Max Kellerman said he's going to be, you know, here's the Achilles again. He's going to be out for a year and then you're not healthy completely till the second year rehabbing. So he's going to miss three years, which whatever. But he went out there anyway and sacrificed for the team, got his quick 11, got everybody excited, you know, did enough where, like I said, they felt good and so they felt confident. Like that, the efficacy. <laughs> your favorite SAT word. Um, that that's that's what it was, and so that's why it's not. It doesn't put a damper on this series. Just the fact that the Warriors did win, they came through with their guy. Yeah, he didn't play much, but he came out shooting very very well, and they end up getting the victory. He went out there and sacrificed. Okay. I guess he, we're, we're, he was Jor. He was Jor Mormon. Okay, he went out there and took on everybody and went down at the end. <laughs> yeah. All right, that does it for this episode of Buker and Blackman, subsidiary Buker and Friends, part of the United Wecast Network. I, I'm sorry, I can't get I can't get that hyped up, man. It 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 I it just tears me up to see KD go down like that. Maybe maybe because in my heart of hearts I was thinking, okay. Maybe. No, because in your mind, especially with the people that you know and the people you talk to, you knew there's no way in hell he should have been out there. That's what it is. That's, That's what, what it is. I can't, I can't erase that from my knowledge going in. Just feeling hey. like, uh-oh, please don't have, don't have something happen. Don't have something happen. Damn it. Like when he went down, I was like, ah. Oh. Trust me, I tweeted out, no! Yeah. I just... So... We'll see where it goes. Uh, in the next episode, uh, I had a conversation with Rajan Rondo, lengthy conversation at a Manhattan Beach cafe. If I can get the ambient noise down to a a loud or a a small roar, then we'll be able to play that for you, and you can hear Rajan really fascinating. Him just talking about the game, how he sees the game, how he uh, studies his teammates as well as his opponents and what he's learned through 13 years of being in the league it was a really fascinating discussion so that will be our next podcast don't forget rate us wherever you get your podcast rate us itunes wherever send us a screenshot of that at buker friends and you will be eligible to win a prize in the meantime as always thanks for listening Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.